listening to Episode 5 of Season 5 of Partnerships and Possibilities, a podcast on leadership. In this episode, retrospectives for the rest of us. Hi, I'm Sharon. And I'm Diana. And we're going to be talking about leadership in organizations. Leadership in organization happens at all levels and takes many forms. Well, Diana, I think that uh, it would be an interesting thing to talk about uh, today with our listeners. The idea that you and I have been exploring recently about writing a book um, about looking back at work that's been accomplished and seeing what people can learn from that, that they can incorporate as they move on. And, you know, jokingly, in the past when we've talked about it, it you and I have talked about the idea of uh, sort of retrospectives for the rest of us, people right. who are not necessarily involved in, in Agile software, right. but, her, but who are doing work in a um, maybe iterative kind of manner, and who... Or, or are in organizations where they have teams that are doing... Ag using agile methods, but maybe they're in another part of the organization right. that isn't doing that. Right, yeah. exactly. Right. And and so how could we take that idea and, and um, diffuse it a little bit more? And um, when we were talking about this recently, we came up with the idea of sharing with our listeners some of the 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 reasons why we think this is viable and then maybe getting some feedback from mm -hmm. people. So let's see if we can use this podcast to unpack that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and just uh, for our listeners, too, um, at the end of this podcast, we're going to ask you to get in touch with us and let us know whether you think this is a good idea or whether you think we should adjust or adapt our way of thinking about this. So as you listen to our conversation this time, please listen with an ear to what you might want to contribute to the conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and there are certain people like... David, we expect to hear from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All the Davids out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so uh, since this is, uh, you know, we've had a holiday vacation time intervening in one thing mm -hmm. and another, um, my brain is a little foggy. So, so let's recap some of the, mm -hmm. um, the talking that we did a couple weeks back, and then sure. see if we can build on that. Sure. Yeah. So help me remember, um, to begin with, besides the term retrospective, how else did we think about framing this, um, or, or what other terms do people use right. to frame right. this well, there, idea? Yeah, there are a number of streams. I think... Um, Retrospectives may or may not be unique among the, the the way we talk about agile retrospectives, at least may or may not be unique. But um, just as a definition for that, for maybe those who aren't familiar with it, 
it's an examination of a body of past work and mostly sort of fairly immediate past work. Um, we're, make, we're doing an examination of that, and that's the retrospective part, in the present, to find out what we can learn from that what and what that tells us about going forward, and then choosing how we're going to go forward and actually beginning those next steps. And that's what we think of as a, as a retrospective. So, um, there, in addition to retrospectives, there is the, has been the long-time sort of project management terminology around um, project reviews or lessons learned. Those tend to happen at the end of a project, um, after action reviews in the, in the firefighting community and in the military tend to happen after an incident has occurred. Yeah, a crisis. A, a crisis, and, mm -hmm. and there's a, an a, attempt to unpack what happened and learn from it and codify those learnings, uh, or at least document those learnings. Um, there is our colleagues, um, uh, oh, well, in the lean community, use a technique called A3s, um, which is a documenting, writing out a document that, mm -hmm. that as a part of a conversation where we look at what happened, what have we learned, what does that maybe tell us about what else we would like to try. That's usually focused on a root cause analysis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and sometimes just the idea of root cause analysis or PDCA, Plan, Do, Check, Act, gets sort of lumped in with that. Um, there are, uh, so those are all sort of collecting best practices sometimes is, mm -hmm. is considered a part of that, a part of that body. Mm -hmm. um, um, our colleagues, um, Glenda and Royce at the Human Systems Dynamics Institute have written a book called Adaptive Action which is a similar, it follows a similar thread of examine what the, what the current state is or what the immediate past state has been, do some, learn from it, do some analysis of it, and choose a next action, and then keep that cycle going, which is a little more similar, actually, to how we think of retrospectives than some of the others. Mm -hmm. um, just today we were talking about Chris Argerus and the ideas around action learning. Right. Um, right, which tend to be focused on a particular topic in an organization, mm -hmm. and then a, a, a specific action learning initiative is formed around that. Mm -hmm. um, but, of course, retrospectives are a form of ongoing action learning, mm -hmm. um, that, though we may not have actually labeled them as such. Um, the idea is to inculcate continuous learning for continuous improvement. And that improvement can take many, many forms. It could be product quality improvement. It could be um, process improvement. Mm -hmm. It could be uh, teamwork improvement. You know, how can we collaborate with each other better, either within a team or across teams in an organization. Um, 
It could be improvement in our tools or methodologies. Um, but, but in order to make that choice around improving, the, the learning piece has to happen. And so um, all of these, many of these techniques are, have an idea that um, their intention is around learning. But of course, many of them are not implemented in such a way that any learning <laughs> happens. Right, right. <laughs> and and when people use terms like postmortem, right, something died here. Yeah, I mean, we're already <laughs> and it's smelling now. Yeah, we're already at, yeah right. in a different right. mental space right. about how we look at. Um, what what happened? Um, I remember Barry Ashri using that term um, "time out of time" yes. which um, which I kind of liked. Where yeah. it was like, if you were thinking about um, watching a video, right. and you paused, which is an, actually another term I've heard people yeah. use, pause, yeah. just to pause. Um, and you look at, okay, so what's happening here? What do we think about this? Mm -hmm. What do we think, you know, is working well? Or, you know, what, yeah. what is this character likely to do? I mean, I think that maybe is closer to the notion that you and I have yeah. about how the manner in which this kind right. of should right. be done. When, when I read... Um, some an article that somebody had written about, or a book actually, about what they called a stealth debrief. Yeah, it was like really a stealth debrief. Why would we want to characterize? Why would we this? need to be stealthy? About yeah, <laughs> as if it's something that's done sort of you know under the radar, right? Um, to stay with the you know yeah. uh, plain <laughs> metaphor, um. Yeah, why wouldn't this be open right. and really valued and seen yeah. as a healthy right. and transparent part of the work? Right. So, so um, I, I guess what what I'm thinking is that yeah, lots of people have talked about the need for doing this, but. It's the way in which, the right. quality with which it's done that I think you and I are feeling could be valuable for people in right. lots of work right. that isn't necessarily called agile work, right. but which, um, it, it, which, which should be done with some frequency um, while the project is still alive and moving, right. not waiting till it's over. Right. In the hopes that we might improve the next project, which will, of course, be different, and none of the learnings that we had right. as we were going through this one may apply next time. Right. I so mean, why, not do it, why not do it in this project when we can, when we can still influence the, the outcome and the results of the project? And benefit from what right. we're learning right. yeah, as we go along. Yeah, and that that made me think about um, 
there's a wonderful Japanese phrase called go slow to go fast. Right. Which right, has right. this same flavor of, you know, take your time because if you think about things as you go along, ultimately it will help you go faster in the end. Mm-hmm. And um, I know uh, we were both talking the other day about uh, Paolo Friere mm-hmm. and his his one of his famous books, Pedagogy of the Oppressed, but he's mm-hmm. wrote a number of books. One of the models he talked about um, that he said gave people freedom yeah. Yeah. was the idea of action and reflection. Right. And that that has to be a cycle. And that you take action, you reflect on the action, learn from it, take the next action, reflect on that action, learn from it, it informs the next action, so on, so on, right. so on. Right. And and his his thinking um, and that we share is that what the pattern that a lot of organizations um, advocate is action, 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 action. Mm-hmm. Right. With no pause for reflection, no pause for learning. And not and i think people think that makes them productive right but what it does is it inhibits their ability to learn from their experience which is the only way humans learn mm-hmm. is from experience mm-hmm. you know we have to we have to engage in something to really learn about it and really be able to apply it the next right. time but we have to stop and do the learning right right and you know, and the alternative, of course, is reflection, 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 which is kind of navel gazing, and we only ever, you right. know, we we get paralyzed. Right. So that you really do need the, the balance. balance of those and finding the right balance. What is the right cadence of how much action in ratio to how much reflection um, is a is a an interesting problem. But but finding that, I think, is critical mm-hmm. for people who, particularly people who are doing knowledge work. And making sure that the right people are in the room yeah. to do that. Right. So, you know, I don't um, often hear about people, for instance, engaging with end users or customers. Right. Um, as part of an ongoing learning cycle. Right. I mean, really? How short-sighted is that? Yeah. I mean, I don't get why people think that would be not acceptable, not useful. Mm -hmm. Um, Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Right. You know? Well, and particularly, I mean, one of the things that we've advocated in the past is that when you when you are doing retrospe- holding retrospectives on some kind of regular cadence that every retrospective can't just be about how can we improve because that's it's too big a universe and so you know thinking carefully about what is the focus what focus shall we have for this particular retrospective what are we going to look at learning about in terms of our work? And, and then when you know that, thinking carefully about who are the right people to have in the room mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe it's just the team. Maybe it's the team and their customers. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the team and the, you know, the delivery for the, you know, in the in the, um, the IT world that's sort of DevOps connection. Maybe we need to have the ops people in with right. us. You know, maybe maybe this is a retrospective in which not only um, a particular group of managers needs to be involved, but also manage those managers and a couple of their the people that they report to, mm-hmm. maybe their directors mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever. Each focus will lend itself to um, rethinking that idea of who needs to be in the room. Mm-hmm. And generally, it's everybody directly involved in whatever that right. piece of work was. But then sometimes there are ancillary folks as right. well that you really right. do need their points of view, their feedback, their opinion. Right. I mean, this is the opportunity for the work to give feedback to itself. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. And, and in the sense of, you know, that feedback loops, whether they are system, technical system feedback loops or interpersonal feedback loops or feedback, customer feedback loops. I mean, feedback always, it's like the, it's like the um, fertilizer. You know, it's what makes things grow. It, what mm-hmm. ma- it's what makes the work grow. And without it, nothing flourishes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So what what kinds of questions would we, if we had um, listeners right in the room with us? Some number um, of Davids. Some number of Davids. <laughs> and David, you know who you are. Um, what would we specifically want to ask them to give us some feedback on? Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, one of the questions um, that I would ask is, um, besides agilists in your organization, who else, I mean, what kinds of categories of people do you see that you believe would really benefit from um, exploring this idea and learning how to do this kind of work in an effective way. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be one question. Um, I guess another question building on that would be when you think about that particular population, how, how open do you think they are mm-hmm. to um, getting this kind of message? Mm-hmm. Or would it be... Um, you know, kind of falling on deaf ears. You, right. you may think they need it, but they don't have any clue that they right. need it. Perception of need. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are two. Right. What, what comes to maybe your mind? Um, well, I was just thinking about uh, how organizations are um, how organizations are embracing the idea of learning in their organizations and because this fundamentally it's a tool for learning right because once we really learn something that causes us to change and with luck that changes continuous improvement right of some kind we change right? for the better we, we change hope. for the better we hope yeah so um so that the commitment you know some level of commitment to time for learning 
is important here and some acknowledgement that learning to do things better it has value mm-hmm. is important and so i guess my question would be you know how are your organizations thinking about learning and what what are they in what ways are they supporting it or not supporting it in other words if people really wanted to use retrospectives what um what supports would they be finding? What impediments would be in their way? Mm-hmm. What obstacles would be in their way? Mm-hmm. Because I, as I as I think about us writing about this topic, you know, I also want to be able to give people ideas for how to um, how to deal with those kinds of impediments to organizational learning that they might encounter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, or you know how to embrace the support if they if they've got that yeah but, yeah yeah so that's one thing um, another question I would ask is how you know what what kinds of lessons learned project reviews postmortems a threes whatever are is are currently being used in your organizations because I don't have a sense necessarily of uh, how widely those are embraced. I know that certainly um, lessons learned are called out in the um, right in the project management book of knowledge. The PIMBOK um, expects those to happen, but I know that they often happen in a very perfunctory way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so. Um, you know, I'd like to know what things people what what is currently going on in people's organizations, mm-hmm. and do they feel that they're adequate to their needs, um, or if they're not adequate to their needs, in what way? Yeah, are they not adequate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and to just expand that a little bit, I mean, I'm really curious about the range of topics that are really okay to discuss in a lessons a typical kind of lessons learned. I don't have a good sense of that, but I certainly don't get the idea that people feel really open um, to some of the more nuanced kinds of issues or power issues and that that sort of thing. Um, right. Well, and that's interestingly, that's um, our, our colleague Norm Kurth, who wrote the first book called Project Retrospectives, right. uh, where he was really talking about end of project uh, retrospectives. But but in there, he really calls out the need to um, create a safe space, mm-hmm. which people who are involved in the world of meeting facilitation automatically know that no conversation, no honest conversation is going to happen if you haven't created a safe space right. for people to really right. put their cards on the table, so right. to speak. But um, but that's, that's a big piece of it because so much of what I hear about all of these other forms um, and, and assumptions I hear people making about what retrospectives will be like mm-hmm. is that they are basically sessions to fix blame. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're going to learn what happens so that we can decide who to punish. <laughs> and, 
and that, that's interesting because it does it comes to that mindset of you know which is more important getting better or punishing the evildoers right right and and you know we are firmly in the let's get better camp and and that means people have to have the freedom to acknowledge that they made mistakes or that something they tried didn't work out the way they expected it to or that they were particularly overtired on a day and did something that they might not have done on any other day but that day they did it and it caused a problem if people can't speak honestly about those things without fear of retribution then then nobody can move forward right of course and so set, creating the conditions where um, a person can freely say, you know, I didn't, I didn't meet my own standards of good mm-hmm. that day, and mm-hmm. and here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I came to work sick. There were a whole bunch of us were sick that week. None of us had any backup. Blah you know, blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Here was the here was the system problem. Right. That in that you know, created the conditions where I did this thing. Yeah. And until you can talk about things at that level, in that system, in the in the sense of systems and in sense of personal um, contribution, <laughs> right? Um, it becomes very difficult to deal honestly with whatever has happened and very difficult to get better. And to make the kind of improvements we know are possible. Yeah, and if the retrospective is conducted by people's immediate supervisor, mm-hmm. you know, um, I wonder, right. A, how, how capable those supervisors or managers feel about creating that safe space, how much they understand about what that right. needs to look like. Um, and then actually being able to maintain that environment, I, I think that's asking a lot. That's people. asking a lot. Um, so, yeah, again. Yeah, there's a lot more, there's a lot more to talk about here. And there'd be a lot more to write about in the book. Yeah. Just the topic you just brought up. Right. Who, who, who facilitates this meeting? You right. know, I mean, there, there's um, a lot of ways of thinking about that. Right. So, if you think this reader or listener, if you think this is, um, um, we hope you'll be a reader. <laughs> and if you think this is a topic that you'd like to read a book about, please let us know. Um, get in touch with us. Um, if we, if by the time this podcast comes out, we've got a link for you to go to, we will include that link. Uh-huh. And uh, it'll be in the in the notes for this podcast. And uh, click through and, and give us your, your ideas about what we should include in this book. Please leave a comment on our blog or email us with your answers. Info at futureworksconsulting.com or find us on Twitter at Future WKS. This has been Episode 5 of Season 5 of Partnerships and Possibilities. Thanks for listening.